This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. This podcast is sponsored by listeners just like you. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll Holy Rebbe, Rebbe Nachem Mendel of Rimanov, was one of the greatest Hasidic Rebbes. Rebbe Nachem Mendel had one Hasid who was very special to him, a simple beggar named Eliezer. The day came that Eliezer's daughter was engaged to be married to a very sweet and special young man, and Eliezer, the beggar, who really had nothing, he needed a thousand rubles in order to marry off his daughter. Eliezer's trying to think, where could he possibly raise a thousand rubles from. And then he realized there's only one Jew in all of Rimenov that was wealthy enough to give him the whole thousand rubles at one time. So he'd go to this businessman and ask him for a loan. Eliezer found the courage and he knocks on the door of this rich Jew and he says to him, my sweetest friend, I know I'm just a beggar and I hate to bother you, but my daughter is about to be married and I really have no way of raising the money. Would it be possible for you to loan me a thousand rubles? And the wealthy man, he had this amused look on his face. Loan you a thousand rubles? What are you, serious? How can you ever pay back a thousand rubles? Now, if you came here and asked me for tzedakah, I'm happy to help you. But you think that you could possibly pay back a thousand rubles? And he started laughing. He's laughing so hard. And then he saw how much Eliezer's feelings were hurt. And he said, okay, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. Here's what we'll do. I will lend you a thousand rubles on the condition that you find a guarantor to back you up. Because that's how a loan works. You loan money, you need a guarantor, at least one. So if you want it to be a loan and you don't want it to be tzedakah, you need a guarantor. Go find a guarantor. And if you don't find a guarantor, well, sorry, my friend, you're out of luck. Eliezer says, it's a deal. I accept your proposal. Let's write out the contract and I'll find the guarantor. So the wealthy man, he writes out the official document that says Eliezer is going to pay back a thousand rubles, and Eliezer signs as well. And then he takes the document, and he's trying to think, well, who in the world could possibly be my guarantor? And he knows that nobody could afford to be his guarantor, and nobody would trust him anyhow. And he goes into the shul, and he opens up the Aron Kodesh, and he leans inside, and he says, Gewalt, Ribbono Shalom, what have I done? I don't know anyone who can be my guarantor. All my friends are just poor schleppers like me. And then he started to cry, crying from the deepest places in his heart. And he said, Master of the world, Mamish, I need this money. Not for me, for my daughter. Maybe, Hashem, you'd be my guarantor for this loan. And then Eliezer picks up a pen and he signs the contract. And this is what he wrote. Li hakesif v'liazahav nu'um Hashem, from Chagai. Now this passage is usually translated as mine is the silver and mine is the gold, says God. But Neum literally means signed and not says. Mine is the silver and mine is the gold. Signed, God. So Eliezer took the signed document and headed off to the rich man's house. When the rich man saw that Eliezer was back so soon, he thought it must have been a joke. There's no way that he found a guarantor. And he's probably given up and just wants to ask for some tzedakah. But then he looks at the contract and he says, What a chutzpah! You signed Hashem's name? You forged Hashem's name? Who gives you 
the chutzpah to sign for Hashem. And he slams the door in Eliezer's face. But then he thought it over for a second. And he said, you know what? Maybe it was because Eliezer loves his daughter so much, and maybe just because he has simple emunah, simple faith in Hashem. So he says, fine. He opens the door, and Eliezer's still standing there. He says, okay, Eliezer, I accept your guarantor. And he gives him a thousand rubles. And the rich man is sure that he's never going to see this thousand rubles again. Now, according to the Torah, if no time is stipulated, then the loan has to be paid back in 30 days, four weeks after the money is lent. And four weeks later, a messenger appears at the rich man's place of business. The wealthy Jew wasn't there at that time. He was at a meeting someplace else. And the messenger left the envelope with his assistant. And on the envelope, it was written, Repayment of the loan from Eliezer the beggar. The rich man came back from his lunch meeting, and the assistant says, somebody left here an envelope for you. The wealthy man looks at the envelope, and it says, repayment of the loan from the schlepper. He opens up the envelope, and he sees there's a thousand rubles inside. And the wealthy Jew, he says, wow, how did he do that? And the other, he's just a poor schlepper, but he has real integrity. He must have spent hours, maybe days, weeks, begging on the street, maybe even borrowing money just to pay me back. And now the wealthy man felt sorry for Eliezer. It must have been so hard for him, really. He didn't have to go through all that trouble. He should have known that I don't even expect to get the money back, and I would have happily given the thousand rubles. Then the businessman got up and rushed out of his office. He had to find Eliezer. But he had no idea where the poor schlepper lived. He kept wandering around the city till he found another beggar, and he said to him, Hey, where's Eliezer? And the beggar sent the wealthy man in the direction of Eliezer, and he sees Eliezer standing on the street corner, begging for money. My sweetest friend, thank you so much. I received the envelope with a thousand rubles, but I feel so bad that you had to take another loan just to pay me back. Eliezer looked at him and said, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm talking about the envelope you left in my office. I never brought you an envelope. Well, someone did. Someone left me an envelope with a thousand rubles, and it said on it that it was a repayment from Eliezer the schlepper. You mean it wasn't from you? And Eliezer just shook his head. And you have no idea who it was? And he shook his head again. Then what's going on here? And the two of them looked at each other in silence. Finally, Eliezer said, We need to go to the Rebbe. So the rich man and Eliezer go to the holy Rimenover, Rebbe Menachem Mendel. He looks at the envelope. He looks at the writing on it. He looks at the thousand rubles, turning the money over and over in his hands. He closes his eyes and sits very still. And then after a few moments, he opens his eyes and presses the envelope to his holy lips. He gives it a kiss, and then turns to the two visitors and says, I want you to know this envelope is directly from heaven, and the money that was sent to you was sent by the master of the world himself. Eliezer, when you signed the contract in God's name, you caused such a tumult in Shemayim. The Beit Din Shemala, the heavenly court, was so moved by your faith that the master of the universe, Ribbono Shulalam, he himself said he would guarantee the loan. And then it was decided who would bring the money here on earth. All of the greatest Sadiqim, Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Eva Moshe Rabbeinu, they all wanted to be the ones that would deliver the rubles to the rich man. And you, the Rebbe said, turning to the rich man, if you just had as much faith as Eliezer had, if you had only believed that Hashem actually could repay you this loan, you would have had the incredible schut, the privilege of meeting Eliyahu Navi, because he was the one that was chosen to bring this money back to you. But since you didn't take Eliezer's guarantor seriously, yes, you received the money, but you didn't merit 
to see Eliyahu's holy face. And the rich man was so embarrassed. And he said, Rebbe, I can't believe what I've done. What an opportunity I missed. It's going to haunt me my whole life. And now that I know the truth, what am I supposed to do? I can't keep such holy money. I could never use it for myself. Maybe, Rebbe, I could give it to you. And so the rich man gave the thousand rubles to Rebbe Nachem Mendel of Rimenov. And nobody knows what the Rebbe actually did with the money. But as Hasidim said that when he died, he left his successor, Reb Herschele, the envelope delivered by Eliyahu Navi, that once contained the holy money from heaven. And this envelope was passed on from Rebbe to Rebbe, until one day Eliyahu Navi came and knocked on the Rebbe's door and took the envelope back up to heaven. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com, H-A-S-I-D-I-C-Story.com.